Consequence Podcast Network. Bora Hey Iconic Army. Bora Hey. Oh my gosh. So 3D by Jungkook is out and we are enjoying it so, so much. Yes. Initially, when I first saw the teasers, I was like, oh my gosh, this is giving like 2000s Justin Timberlake vibes. Mm -hmm. And when the music video came out, for me, that was totally confirmed. Absolutely confirmed. Yeah. With I Jungkook's vocals, too. The vocals for real. Yeah. I mean, incredible. And so I just, I was really vibing with that early 2000s, like, mm. kind of pop vibe the whole time. And I loved the song the first time I listened. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I enjoyed the song the first time listening through, but it didn't catch me just like how Seven did. Seven really caught me from the first listen. So it's grown on me over time. Yeah. But yeah, the teaser, I think in the teaser, he has the sledgehammer, right? And he's walking towards the fire hydrant. Uh -huh. And we're like, oh boy, if we get a sledgehammer shot, like, oh my God. Of him swinging God. that sledgehammer? Yeah. Oh my, that's all I needed. Yeah, you know, that was we all were I was anticipating that from mm -hmm. the teaser. For sure. Yeah. And then, I mean, as the song came out and as we listened to it more, especially seeing it with the music video, I think some fair criticism criticism came about as well so absolutely we'll yeah. definitely be talking about everything that we love about the song but also discussing some pretty fair criticism about the song as well mm -hmm. hey it's kyle meredith host of the kyle meredith with podcast presented by wfpk at wfpk.org and the consequence podcast network it's a series that puts the spotlight on iconic musicians and actors, inviting them to drop by and talk about their latest projects, whether it's albums, TV shows, films, or beyond. I'm going to say something I don't want to say. Here it goes. Without Spinal Tap, there is no Tenacious D. Whoa. <laughs> Man. We get great stories and the biggest scoops from people like Garbage's Shirley Manson, the 1975's Maddie Healy, Jack Black and Kyle Gass of Tenacious D, Maya Hawk, Kiefer Sutherland, and everyone in between. New episodes arrive every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. You can find Kyle Meredith with on the Consequence Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. We're your hosts. I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Your favorite informative fangirl podcast. All right. Today we're going to hang out for about an hour and we're going to be talking all about 3D. We're going to get into the production, the lyrics of the song, the style of the song. We'll get a little bit into the collaboration and then also the music video and the performance video as well. Yeah. But before we get into it too much, we want to say thanks Iconics for being here and for supporting us. If you'd like to support us even further and have access to our episode docs, our monthly virtual Iconic Hangouts and our sound checks, please consider joining us on Patreon at patreon.com slash standing BTS. Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standing BTS podcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out bi-weekly episodes but any type of support is super appreciated thank you all for being here 
Yeah, thanks so much. I know that it's October now, but it is still Hispanic Heritage Month going from September 15th to October 15th. So we are still going to ask you guys to support Raices, the Refugee and Immigrant Center for Education and Legal Services, that amazing nonprofit agency that promotes justice by providing free and low cost legal services to underserved immigrant children, families, and refugees. Super important and incredible work that they do. You can donate at RaicesTexas.com org or find the link in the episode description yeah thanks guys okay so let's go ahead and get into the song this is 3d by jungkook featuring jack harlow so this song was written and produced by blood pop and david stewart and also written by jack harlow jack harlow if you're not familiar he's an american rapper and he's probably most popular for his song what's poppin that came out in 2020 it really blew up on tiktok and then a couple more established rappers at the time remixed it with him which made it blow up even further Mm -hmm. so let's talk about the vibes of this song like we already said major 2000s vibes like we get in sync vibes justin timberlake vibes strong jt vibes i'm so here for it like i don't think i've ever shared this on the pod before but i'm a big justin timberlake fan like i went through a massive jt phase in high school like i was listening to all of his albums albums every day like I really like his music like Mm -hmm. just his I don't really know too much about him himself like I didn't go on that end I wasn't like a k-pop fangirl yet but like his music I love it so when I got that vibe with this song I was really thoroughly enjoying it Mm -hmm. yeah and I feel like Jungkook's timber and tone in this song is very Justin Timberlake in like the best way oh it absolutely is yeah and I feel like Jungkook has had a little bit of that tone in his voice but I don't know if it's just the style of the song and how the song is produced or the arrangement of it. I'm not too sure, but his voice sounds so similar to JT's tone, too. So I just immediately got that from it, too, and it just adds to that additional 2000s feel. Well, I just wonder if, like now with the opportunity to sing fully in English and like with this music style, we're relating the two Mm. and maybe they have been so similar all this time just because we know Jungkook has incredible vocals. He has like that incredible range. He Mm -hmm. can get all the high notes and, you know, all the way down to the low notes and with such richness and Mm -hmm. incredible control. And I feel like people have said the same thing about Justin Timberlake too. So yeah, yeah. but either way, absolutely loving Jungkook's vocals on this song. Yeah, Yeah, me too. Um, In terms of the instrumental and the production side of it, there's this real strong, funky bass that plays throughout. And it, it, again, is very reminiscent of just early 2000s music. There's drums that have these more heavy cymbals that they play throughout. And then, of course, there's this electric piano that also is just a little funky. There's a little bit of a, a groove to this song, but also very pop and like a little bit of hip-hoppy but strong pop yeah I think that funky groove that like the bass brings in Mm -hmm. definitely gives it more of that 2000s era in there yeah yeah one thing I forgot to mention about Jungkook's vocals is that he's doing all of these like runs and harmonies all throughout the song and I just I feel like every time I listen, I hear something new that I didn't notice prior. And one thing that I really want you guys to listen for is after the second chorus where he says in motion in 3D, there's like this low register harmony that mm-hmm. is so sexy. It's so low, though. Like, so low. It's, yeah. Once you actually pointed it out and I heard it, I was like, 
dang, how did I not hear this before? But very sexy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and that's really him the whole time. And what's great, too, in the live performance video, we really get to hear him put all of those harmonies and vocal runs in live, mm-hmm. which is so incredible. But yeah. That's a really cool part. And then there's also him in the chorus. He does these echoes of the the main lyrics there. Oh, yeah. And the echo, it's not just like your typical kind of like call and response or like a little echo response. It sounds like he's whispering into your ear. And it's just very, very sexual, you know, very, I don't know. I just love that you put it that way because yeah. it totally is like he's leaning in and whispering it right it really to you. It is. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's like, so if you're ready. Oh, yeah. It's like, yes. oh, okay. <laughs> all right, Jungkook. Just uh, seduce us all. Just seduce us all. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Let's go ahead and get into the lyrics for 3D. And then I I just have to say the intro, I think, is really clever and how he says one, two, and then it should be three, but he says 3D. Um, Yeah. Very clever. I think that's cute. Super cute. I like it. So in the very first verse, I would have to say, like, you can see even in the music video, he's holding on to, like, a payphone. And in the lyrics, he says, "I, I can't touch you through the phone or kiss you through the universe. And that really reminded me of Soldier Boy's Kiss You Through the Phone, which is also a very like 2000s kind of song. And then the use of Through the Universe made me think of BTS's like My Universe and just like the BTS universe. So I felt like it was a very clever, clever play on words here. And I feel like it bridges like the BTS world and just like this very 2000s American pop sound. Right. Kind of blending them all together yeah Yeah, totally Mm -hmm. um also already kind of setting you up as the listener to like fantasize as yourself in this role that he's really talking to you army it feels that way Mm -hmm. i you know i will say consistently with jungkook's single songs that we've gotten so far i feel like army is always the subject like i really get that and i try not to like actively think that way but it's just all I can see is he's addressing army yeah he goes on to say like in another time zone it's the only time I can't reverse just you know wanting to be with someone in a different time zone like Mm -hmm. I don't know I just feel like he's thinking about all of the armies around the world right especially as he's like constantly on live with us and like blurring those lines of what a parasocial relationship truly is and should be Yeah. yeah like we have iconics telling us they're concerned about how much he is blurring those lines sometimes. Yeah. 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 But I mean, maybe it's not army. It could be he's flirting with whoever, but it's very flirtatious. Totally. Totally. It's easy though. Like you brought up with Young's album, it very much feels like his album is to someone that he was in a relationship with. Mm -hmm. And it's harder to visualize yourself as army as like being in that role because it does seem so distinct that he has a direct message for someone here. But with Jungkook songs here you know it's, it's so a little, general yeah it's more general you're uh-huh. able to you know, like play in that that yeah. idealization a little bit more mm-hmm. which also makes me feel like it could be like he didn't write the lyrics of this song which makes me feel like it could just be this generalization of like western pop music they have similar totally. lyrics like this similar like, themes all the time yeah, like that. yeah yeah so it could be that too and why it feels a little bit more general it's a very there's no specific subject here right yeah So in the pre-chorus, he says, I just want to see you like that, see you like that. So like he's saying he doesn't want to be in this two-dimensional universe anymore, looking through the phone, talking through the phone, that he wants it 
he wants it in 3D, yeah. right? Like he wants to be together in person. IRL, right here. Yeah, yeah. He goes into the chorus saying, so if you're ready and if you'll let me, I want to see it in motion in 3D. Um, and so I just love this, that he's like a consent king. I love the consent. This is so much like, this is what early 2000s music was lacking. And Jungkook is like seizing his opportunity to like set it right here because if you're ready, if you'll let me, you know, mm-hmm. like he's not going to just impose himself just because he wants to, you right. know. Yeah. Yeah. And then he says, you won't regret me champagne confetti. So like you won't regret, you know, having him da 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 because he can provide you with yeah. champagne confetti, which is a, a euphemism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a great time, though, right? I mean, like I, you know, I'm an alliteration queen. I yeah. love me some alliteration. <laughs> so the champagne confetti. I also like my favorite like alcoholic beverage is champagne. Yeah. Like sparkling wine is my all time favorite, right. and I like to party. You love so, a good party, yeah, yeah, right. So I'm like, pop that confetti, bitch. <laughs> champagne yeah. confetti sounds great, right? Um, but Jungkook wants to like shower in your champagne confetti. I know yeah. it's a very dirty uh-huh. term, but it's really great here in these lyrics. Like, yeah, it yeah. has a nice ring to it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it it gives lots of great positive visuals if you don't know what it means. What it means, yeah, right, exactly. Um, and it's like really, I mean, it's a fun alliteration. It's just, yeah, yeah, it's a it's a really fun time is how you can envision it if you don't yeah. know the euphemism. Yeah. Right, Jungkook's gonna take us there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, so then in the post chorus, he's saying, cause you know, I like it girl 3d. And this to me is the part that is like s- screaming Justin Timberlake. It's like, also, I think the most catchy part. Yeah. I don't know. It's all catchy, but yeah. like the post chorus, I'm like, you know, I, I like, like it girl. Yeah, yeah. Right. When I, when I was reading these lyrics, I resisted singing it. So yeah. maybe you're right. It mm-hmm. is like the catchiest because mm-hmm. it's so good. Yeah. And yeah, I love how he sounds at that part. Yeah. It does sound very, very Justin Timberlake yeah. at that part. So in the second verse, he says, body to body to body, you and me, baby, you know, we got it. So don't go getting me started because, you know, I'm hot hearted. Oh, oh man. And in the music video, that's when his like he's wearing the the jacket and he has no shirt underneath and he's like fanning himself with the jacket. Like, Dying. oh, yeah, he is oh, hot hearted. <laughs> and then he says, you're making me crazy. Rain, rain, rain. You can't fake it. You give me brand new emotion. You got me drinking that potion. So body to body to body and the rain, rain. Very like sexual visuals here. And the you can't fake it, I think also really is playing yeah. off of the champagne confetti. For sure. Um, but she's driving him crazy, you know, whoever this person is. They're yeah. making him crazy, drinking that potion. Like makes you think of like love potion. Yeah, like, drinking just that potion. Fully falling, falling right. in love, you right. know. Totally. He's obsessed. He's obsessed. <laughs> he can't do anything else. Yeah. Yeah. And then in the in the second chorus, this is like that part where you gotta listen to the end for that lower register in 3D. But what we noticed about the choruses is that he switches up his ad libs a little bit. The ad libs that he's uh-huh. whispering in your ear. So like on this one, he'll say like, Hey, show me girl. Like, ooh, fuck. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Whispering and, it. Yeah, whispering <laughs> it in your ear. Like, listen with headphones in because <laughs> my goodness. So I just had to point that out because yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. It yeah. Alright. Okay, so- let's get into the 
the, the Jack criticism. Harlow. This the, is where the criti- <laughs> most of the criticism comes from. Yeah. is Jack Harlow's verse. Yeah. So before, like, before even reading into the lyrics, like, I just want to talk about the one, two, three, four part. I think this is the part that rubbed a lot of armies the wrong way, me included. Like, first time listening through, not even really looking at the lyrics. Um, just seeing the, the just visual in the, the music visual video. The visual in the music video. Yeah. It comes off as it's, like, degrading and objectifying women. So... That aside, like, I just want to talk about the straight up delivery that Jack Harlow has in his verse, too. So, like, the one, two, three, four part, he slows down the beat and, you know, some of the instrumental drops. And personally, I really love it when songs slow it down. You know, they they slow it down in parts. I feel like it adds a lot of really great effect. I love how it can really add to a build in a song. I love when instrumental gets stripped out and it's just vocals. But for him, this is like one of the only times I have ever felt that this type of technique fell like extremely flat. It was so flat for me. He that one, two, three, four part, like it's just the rhythm is off Mm -hmm. to me it seems a little offbeat like it just I don't know I feel like if you're gonna take the time to slow the beat and space out the lyrics like that like the delivery has to be there and it just seems out of place it seems poorly arranged it's not it's not delivered how it should be and so not only does the slowing it down and spacing out his lyrics like that you know bring attention to it just because it's a huge change up it's also like the rhythm is so bad that it stands out even more. And then like, if it's standing out so much in these lyrics, he's basically saying like one girl is boring. Right. And that, you know, he almost finds it humorous or funny that, you know, he or this other guy is whoring around with four other girls. Right. Just to Ugh. even just to even call a woman boring, a woman yeah. that like gives you the opportunity to have sex and you're going to say that you're bored by that. Like yeah. that is so gross. Yeah, it's gross. So gross. Yeah. What I get from that particular part of the song too is like Robin Thicke blurred lines. Mm-hmm, like absolutely. remember when that song came out and we all loved that song. Like everybody was going bananas over that song. We had it on repeat. Uh-huh. And then we all started to listen to it a little bit closer and mm-hmm. people started like analyze the lyrics and like, oh, this song is hella misogynistic and yep. gross. That's this. That is this. That's exactly this right here. Yeah. And he's doing the same thing, like really objectifying these women and mm-hmm. stripping them of any other value besides providing him pleasure and he's bored by them yeah Yeah. it's it's pretty terrible and then along with the music video just like the visual representation of these women all wearing the same exact outfit and lining up next to him kind of behind him almost it just is like it really is objectifying women like it degrades them down to just like like a list of numbers it made me think about like how a team will wear the same uniform and he's uh-huh. like i've got these women on my roster right. like i could put them on, on deck anytime exactly yeah it was super gross yeah and then even in that same verse he has this line where he's like i seen that body like uh, what does he say when i seen that body you would think it was a dead body the way i told my boys come look so i think this is akin to like when men see a really fine woman or when they start talking to a really fine woman like they want to show her off to their friends or if they see Mm -hmm. a hot woman like men will like be like damn look at her type of thing but to 
to relate it, analogize it to being a dead body. Like, and that's like completely stripping the woman of her life and of everything she has to bring to the table and literally just focusing on what her body has to offer. And apparently it's so good that you're like, guys, come look as fast as you would tell someone to come look at a dead body. But to me, that's also just like super fucked up. Like, really gross. And then I want to talk about the ABGs line. So he says, all my ABGs get cute for me. That's right before the one, two, three, four part. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't familiar with this term before, but it means Asian baby girl. And apparently it was taught to him by an Asian woman. I saw a TikTok, her TikTok, Mm -hmm. showing the video where she was like, so I taught Jack Harlow what Asian baby girl meant. And Mm -hmm. like now it's in this song because he was signing something for her and she wanted him to sign it to his Asian baby girl, to his ABG. So she was like, can you sign it to my ABG? And then he was like, oh, what does that mean? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So this terminology was taught to him by someone who wanted to be called that. But like, does that give him the permission to then go and use this term in a song? And for me, like coming from a white man, I feel like there's a power dynamic between him and Asian women that just cannot be overlooked. Yeah. And additionally saying my abgs gives like this gross ownership Ah. that again comes off as like misogynistic while also infantilizing asian women by calling them baby girl Mm -hmm. like i just i it really didn't sit right with me either like i know that it was taught to him by someone who was like claiming that term wanted that to be what they were called but like i still don't feel like that gives him the right to go and use it whenever he wants you know and to generalize i think it's the generalization Yeah. yeah um his last line in his verse says like let the whole world know my name and i just one last thing i wanted to say is like probably not a good thing bro yeah like you probably (laughs) the whole world of army you probably did not want us to know your name at least not with this verse no not with this verse Mm -mm. yeah 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 it was uh it was super disappointing to get this verse from jack harlow like Mm -hmm. i'm not a big fan of his i've heard a couple songs but i never i don't know any of his songs even that most popular song you played it for me Kayla and I was like I guess I wasn't on TikTok yet when this came out because I I really do not listen to his music and yeah I have heard his name though and I know like he's a big he's a big artist now yeah. so to me I was maybe a little excited because I was like oh yeah like these are two big names like it kind of seems like it would fit right this this collaboration right but the execution of his verse is so poor that you know I and we're also coming off of seven with Lotto's verse which Lotto's verse was not clean by any means but it wasn't like putting anyone down or degrading or you know anything like that right and her verse was just so fantastic that you know Jack Harlow's verse just is very disappointing and especially for this demographic where we're mostly women right not not a fan yeah I mean yeah. he one immediate like thing that I was saying about the song was okay well this is a rap verse like maybe it's not that bad like in the context of rap music and other rap songs you know but at the same time like even if this type of thing is said throughout songs nowadays anyways Uh like in western rap culture like 
he needs to know his audience. Who's going to be consuming this music? Like, it's not yeah. his male, probably super male fan base that probably would never even think twice about those lyrics. Yeah. It's a majority female fan base that is going to be listening to and consuming this music. Right. And you come across as reducing us to objects and, yeah. you know, just like super misogynistic is not the way to get us to enjoy your exactly. part of the song at all. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, and also, I'm sorry, like, the delivery, the poor delivery of the slow-up of the one, two, three, four part. Like, yeah. I just have to put this in there. If you want to hear a good delivery of really slowing down a rap verse and making it hit hard, go listen to Deshwata. Like, Hell yeah. that's a great example of it. Yeah. And this is Minyungi not always doing it right. Minyungi always fucking does it right. Yeah. yeah. Like, it has a lot of impact. I love it when that is done in a song. Mm-hmm. And I just mm, made me really not care for him as a rapper yeah it stood out in the worst ways (laughs) everything nothing about it was good especially that part and it was super disappointing because i was excited to see like jungkook english song with a rap verse you know i felt like that could feel very bts with having that addition of rap in there i mean we loved lotto's verse in seven totally yeah yeah So. so yeah and he just jack harlow is a big name and to me it was like oh that collaboration Seems like it could really work. Yeah. But I think it shows that Jack Harlow d- maybe doesn't know much about Jungkook and about ARMY as a fandom. Yeah I, yeah, I would think so. And what's interesting is at the release of this song, when this song dropped, if you download the whole like single, it comes with this song, the instrumental version, and then an alternative version mm-hmm. and or the an alternate version yeah and the alternate version is exactly the same except for it just doesn't have jack harlow's part mm-hmm. at all same lyrics from jungkook completely and this is so interesting because like you said lotto was on jungkook seven and there were two different versions of seven but both of them had lotto regardless of her verse her verse was explicit her verse did have sexual innuendos throughout mm-hmm. but in the explicit version of the song, she was there. And in the clean version of the song, she was also there. Yeah. So to me, that, I mean, and I know some ARMY felt uncomfortable with the explicit version. And, like, the producers knew ahead of time, okay, that's why we need a clean version where yeah. he just says loving instead of fucking. So them knowing that, I feel like they also knew that, the like, the producers of this song or Jungkook himself knew that Jack Harlow's verse would not be well-received by ARMY. Absolutely. And so, therefore, at the same time as the original version came out, they released the alternate version without him. So if you didn't like his version, you could listen to it as much as you want without him I find that so interesting and very telling Mm -hmm. very telling that the producers working on this song knew that it wouldn't be everyone's cup of tea hearing Jack Harlow's verse and so the alternate version doesn't have his verse in it and I find that so so telling because Seven had a clean version and Lotto's verse was not taken out that shows me that like hey, people didn't like fucking in seven that they're like, we need an alternate version without it. And then they have this song with Jack Harlow and they just are like, not everyone is going to like this Jack Harlow's verse. So it's just, it's crazy to me though, because a one word change to make like a clean version 
is vastly different than cutting an entire section of the song. Like mm-hmm. to me, that should have screamed red flag. Should we even put out this version with Jack Harlow to begin with? Like yeah. if you have to change it so drastically. I'm curious to what other kind of strings were being pulled or like what scenes contracts for this collaboration. or something. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But you would think it's hype. They have all the money in the world. They can break a damn contract if they don't think that the artist they're collaborating with is going to fit the look that they're going for or is going to resonate with their audience, you know? Yeah. I I mean, but I, yeah, I just don't know. We have no idea what was going on behind the scenes. There could have been some strategy behind it. Right. Totally. Or, or maybe Jungkook is, I don't know, maybe they're trying to appeal to that more male Western audience at the same time, since he already has all the Mm, female audience, you know, like they want Jack Harlow's fans to listen to this song, not just ARMY to listen to the song. Um, And I guess Jack Harlow's fans are accustomed to verses like this from him. So um, maybe that's some of it, but that that, that could be. Yeah, but I do think. It's super interesting, super telling. People knew that this would not, that his verse would not be well well received. And that's why they put out the alternate version. Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to continue off of that of like, you know, Hybe and the producers working with Jungkook, like could have foreseen this happening that armies wouldn't like it because it reminds me a lot of like War of Hormone and Army's response to War of Hormone, you know, War of Hormone had that similar misogynistic elements. And so it received a ton of criticism from ARMY when it came out. And BTS felt super apologetic for the song's themes. And they even like spoke to a women's studies college professor to kind of learn more about women's rights and history following the release of that song. Um, So to me, it just makes a lot of sense that ARMY's don't align with the message being delivered in Jack Harlow's verse. Yeah, totally. Because it was, you know, some of those same armies that were calling it out back then mm-hmm. and just saying that it, it wasn't okay then. It's still not okay it's now. It's still not okay now. Definitely not yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. But definitely could see where they were going with this collaboration. From an outward perspective, these two are around the same age, very much prominent in the Western pop music scene. So it, it makes sense, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that like maybe if Jungkook weren't in the song, we maybe we wouldn't be as critical of the lyrics. Maybe people wouldn't be as critical of the lyrics just because it is Jungkook. It is an extension of BTS and what we know and like our culture as a fandom and the you know what we are accustomed to from them you know um but these lyrics really aren't that dissimilar to anything we typically hear in western pop and rap Mm -hmm. um so i just i don't know it's kind of a conundrum but i do feel like all artists need to be aware of their audience and who's consuming their music and that's definitely not something that jack harlow considered in his feature on this song yeah i agree with that but but in terms of the song itself, mm-hmm. it's really grown on me. I really love this song. Yeah, yeah, me too. I absolutely love the song. And all of Jungkook's parts, all of his lyrics are incredible. Uh-huh. Like no qualms with anything that he says. Mm-hmm. He is a gentleman. He is attractive. He is yeah. everything that we want. Yeah. And his vocals are incredible. 
incredible just phenomenal yeah okay, i, I can't listening. emphasize how much the song is has grown on me yeah. yeah i really do like it it's very catchy it's a yeah. good tune mm-hmm. yeah. it's hard to like go back and then try to decide which do you like more seven or um 3D. i think i still like seven more yeah. i think if uh if 3D, seven had me in a chokehold from the start uh, so true like yeah. we kind of talked about this yesterday and the second you put on seven i was like fuck it's so good yeah <laughs> but i do i really love this song i yeah. really love it and i need to give like the alternate version like wouldn't it be amazing and hilarious if like we charted the alternate version mm. and not even like the version with jack harlow like they'd yeah. be like shit um, Shit. Yeah, like, dang. We can't deny that Jungkook is giving us some major bops. Yeah. I would say, like, of the solo releases, I would say that he's giving us, like, the strongest, like, radio play bops, easy listening. Totally. Like, yeah, super catchy Totally. Songs. And it's only two songs. Higher they energy, have, too. Yeah, higher yeah. energy, and they have such replayability. And Absolutely. it's only two songs. So I'm super excited for when he does drop that full album. And I'm I know. sure it's just going to be full of amazing songs like this yeah So let's uh, let's get it. into the music video yes. and maybe talk a little bit about the choreo too as we're talking about the music video. For sure. When the teaser came out and like the initial starting of the music video where Jungkook is on this white staircase, Kayla, you had messaged me and you're like, it reminds me so much of like, oh, are you late to no? Mm-hmm. I'm like, absolutely. It reminds me yes. of that white staircase too. And in that... BTS, they're all walking down these white stairs. And who's in the middle? John Jungkook. John Jungkook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But now we've got present day John Jungkook. 2023 John right. Jungkook. Still climbing those stairs. Still climbing those stairs. And even though he's shirtless, there's still a level of class going on because he's in a white, like, tux, like, suit jacket. Yeah. And, oh, it just looks incredible. He looks so hot i'm so, so sorry. good no yeah. don't even apologize because you're so true like freaking hot and the like thank goodness that he's still wearing the suit jacket like because it's enough just getting that little bit of skin there's mm-hmm. definitely plenty of shots where you see like full chest full torso right and it's already too much mm-hmm. like it's all we can handle so yeah. yeah the the white suit looks incredible mm-hmm. yeah then we see him on a payphone, which is so perfect. Like you mentioned this a little bit earlier, but that immediately puts us visually back into like the early 2000s, mm-hmm. the last time anyone used a payphone, probably. Um, so he's calling you up, you know, when can I see you, girl? Mm-hmm. And then we see him dancing on this like mirrored stage with all of the background dancers dancing to the chorus. And immediately when I saw this visual, I know a lot of people, it brought them back to like early 2000s music videos like mtv for me it made me think of bts not today when they're like dancing on the salt flats on like that reflective stage i was like jungkook what are you referencing yeah Yeah. i could see that too the the outfits too of the backup dancers and like this all jean look is very early 2000s it's the color of the denim too it's justin timberlake britney spears jean outfits at the grammys exactly what it is yeah so it for sure takes me to like early 2000s too there's also like some camera work where he like spins the camera around I'm getting a little ahead of myself on it but like that spinning of the camera with like a fish islands type of look also very early 2000s music video definitely mm-hmm. definitely 
Did you want to talk about the the stage, the stage yeah. itself, your thoughts on that? You know, I've, I found it interesting on why they chose, you know, this mirror stage. And as you watch the music video, it made me think like you can see the reflection of not only the people dancing on it, but also the reflection of the sky, the reflection of the city buildings around them, which I think adds this extra dimension going on almost like it's yeah it's not obviously like 3d but it's giving off a, a different dimensional look and i feel like that might be what they're going for here totally by having the mirror i mm-hmm. i love your thinking on that i think that is so smart and i think they had to be thinking that too like yeah. we need the visual of the reflection let's get in you better get that high shot you yeah. know because it does it makes it feel that like it's popping motion. off the screen more yes. yeah yes, it adds an additional dimension to to the music video totally yeah I have to mention these two guys that we see in the music video. One guy walks up and he sits down kind of on the side of the street and puts a pair of headphones on. Mm -hmm. And then it's like once he puts the headphones on, he's zapped into this Jungkook performance area Mm -hmm. where he can hear it. And then as Jungkook is performing on this mirrored stage, we see this dude kind of like stroll by on a horse, like turn and look like what's going on over here. To me, like this goes back to what you were saying. This song is to anyone. It's to army around the world Mm -hmm. because it's these people to me these people are representing people in their own lives around the world that have been through listening to this song Mm -hmm. transported to the moment so they're experiencing each other in 3d instead of just through the phone or just listening to it Mm -hmm. yeah which i just thought was a cool way to represent that in the video it is a really cool way to represent that in the video Yeah. yeah like he's really bringing in people from all around reaching people from all around from all over yeah 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 very very cool yeah so then Kayla you talked a little bit about this there's like it looks like a getaway van type of van and there's a whole bunch of the backup dancers that are inside the van yeah they like pile out of it they pile out of it and it's very reminiscent of Namjoon getting out of the ambulance and in the mic, mic drop in mic drop yeah, yeah. Totally. I just thought it was cool. It's just what it I thought It is a cool of. shot. And when the when the women backup dancers get out of that they van, charge they out of it. kill it. Yeah. They steal the show. Yeah. Like, I mean, they just, I'm obsessed with their dance moves during that. Uh-huh. Like, it was spotlight on powerful. them. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, something that we noticed both in the music video and in the live performance video was like, the dance company are incredible. Like, yeah. they just contribute so much to the song. Yeah. 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 And they really highlight this incredible choreography yeah like there are so many little bits and pieces of the choreo and honestly i'm like thinking like we could have a whole podcast episode about it because the the choreography is just so fantastic the kind of like rolling the arms out to the side and like slowing it down some at certain mm-hmm. parts you know the real wide kind of legs out yeah arms the arms out. up and down legs like flapping in and out in like and out. i don't yeah, know why that's so hot it's hot mm-hmm. yeah and he'll do it aggressively and then he'll slow it down a it's little like, bit fuck. you're like oh. like we yeah. see you we see you we know what you're doing he knows <laughs> yeah not even to mention that small little baby step walk that they do with like the little hip swinging and the hand down yeah the no. hand patting down like he's like dribbling a basketball kind mm-hmm. of yeah you know Stop what he's, it. you know what he's dribbling yeah <laughs> Stop. Oh. <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah also we get like a shot back on the stairs and uh you have to like just go look for it specifically when he says he's hot-hearted when he fans his chest mm. and opens his jacket up so you just see like full chest full pecs, pecs everything pecs yeah. abs it's just incredible yeah. and then after this it's like he's reached the top of the stairs that we kind of see him climbing and he falls off of it which 
we were kind of talking before the episode, what are these stairs representing? Like, mm-hmm. it's the climb, it's the grind, the constant, you know, upward motion of Jungkook in his career. But mm-hmm. I'm also kind of thinking about that champagne confetti euphemism and this, this him reaching his climax and then going off the end you know like diving into it type Mm -hmm. of thing um i could see that too i also feel like with the mirror it's very like optical illusiony and you know i think of like that kind of endless staircase optical illusion Mm -hmm. um so i feel like with the play of like 3d 2d him reaching the top of the stairs and then falling off of it you know right like there it doesn't make a really any sense it's like the stairs leading to nothing yeah it it made me when you put it that way it makes me think of mc escher's stairs like painting Mm -hmm. where it's all those stairs all over the place and they kind of go into each other Mm -hmm. but it's very two-dimensional and it's Mm -hmm. like he got off of them and now he's in 3d type of thing so he fell off of the painting or or you had mentioned totally yeah but before recording also you mentioned that like endless stairs art exhibit where someone like climbs the stairs and they fall off bounce back up and restart climbing you know yeah a little similar to that as well yeah so many things that these stairs here could represent but Mm -hmm. he looks fine as hell on them anyways yeah he does yeah every shot on those stairs he looks phenomenal yeah so as the song is like kind of building a little bit more i just have to talk about like Jungkook, he's wearing like this, I don't know if it's like a racer jacket type thing. He's rocking the racer jackets. He wore that in seven too. Mm-hmm. Um, with he, the white tank underneath. Yeah, with the white Damn. tank underneath, jeans. But like, he's got all his his piercings, like the lip piercing. He looks very, uh, very edgy, mm-hmm. a little rebellious. The like, the undercut haircut, the yeah. black hair. Yeah. And in, like. In which, if you really think about it, like in retrospect here, like Jungkook has always been a little rebellious, mm-hmm. you know, I think back to like when he would listen to, you know, like screamo punk music as like a 14 year old <laughs> right. when he started with BTS. You it's know? who he is. Yeah. It is, yeah. yeah. He's fully tatted. Yeah. Piercings. Yeah. yeah. It's just kind of his aesthetic. Mm-hmm. So we get a little bit of that edginess with this look here and he just looks great. Um, he looks so good. He's got that cheek flexing thing going on in this. He's flexing his cheeks. He's furrowing his brows. It's the, like, ooh, the brow furrow? The, the brow constant furrow brow is furrow? constant. Oh. It's constant. It's so hot. Like he is, ju- he yeah. is staring us down. There's so many times that we watch this music video that we just scream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We haven't even gotten to the fire hydrant. So. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is before the fire hydrant. There's this really cool shot of like him floating above, and it's a shot from below, and all these hands reaching up to him. Mm-hmm. And it makes me think about if we're thinking about like 2D, 3D, like us mm-hmm. trying to reach him through the phone, reach him through the screen, but we can't quite touch mm-hmm. him. He's a little bit unattainable. Um, but it also also reminded me of Jimin's face. Jimin's face off when he is in that shot and he's yeah. floating above. I and was all like, the hands are reaching up, up for to him. him and reaching yeah, for him. I yeah. see that too. Mm-hmm. Um, I also kind of, I don't know why, like this particular screenshot that we have in the Google Doc of him hovering over everyone else, it looks like crowd surfing almost. Yeah. It gives me a little crowd surfing. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a neat shot. It it's really cool. great. Yeah. yeah. All right, so then this is when we see Jungkook with the sleeveless tank, a black sleeveless tank, and he has a sledgehammer over his shoulder. 
and he's just so casually strutting over to this fire hydrant and in his like, lemonade era like beyonce vibes strutting over with a sledgehammer to hit a fucking fire hydrant yeah yeah, yeah. like we all know it's where he's going we know what right. he's up to right <laughs> um the only downside is we don't actually see him hit the fire hydrant right. like it would have been so cool to see him swing it i you know? know like i was really looking for that like to see like his muscles ripple <laughs> as he you know yeah his muscles would ripple they would <laughs> but we get the we get the idea of it and yeah. it's perfectly timed with of course the line champagne confetti so uh-huh. this is like he hits the fire hydrant and then he says champagne confetti yeah. and then it cuts to him dancing in the champagne confetti of the fire hydrant raining all over him. Raining all over raining, him. Hair rain, is rain, wet. Rain. Shirt is wet. God damn. Yeah. And you know, the huge arms, the big muscles, they are the like tats. on display. Like he's, yeah, because he's in the shirtless tank. Yeah. Uh, or a sleeveless tank. Oh my God. The, yeah. the fact that it's a black tank, it like looks so good with his tats and yeah. like gives that edginess, but he is just really working it. Like this part of the song goes back and forth between like body shots and kind of closer up face shots and it's just like bam bam like constant yeah. camera moving back and forth overwhelming mm-hmm. it's too much it's iconic it in is my iconic. mind this is iconic the the hitting a fire hydrant dancing in yeah. the water yeah. and just it, the, it's the climax of the song it's mm-hmm. the biggest part of the last bit of the, the chorus here mm-hmm. and he is just eating up this choreography mm-hmm wet looking massive <laughs> drenched in low camera angles oh god just incredible cheek the flexing. low camera angles the cheek flexing i mean i really cannot stop talking about how big his arms look yeah. like <laughs> oh it's like it's insane and his chest and his chest and yeah. i just i'm not I, i'm yeah. not okay i'm but, really not okay gosh the choreo really hits here i, yeah, I cannot <laughs> shut up about the choreo this is the the part where he's doing like the, the legs going in and out and kind of pumping his arms that like mm-hmm. looks so good. There's also one part where he like puts his fist straight down between his legs, uh-huh. where it's just like, look at my big muscly arms my, right my here. My tricep lines. Look at my chest. Yeah, I'm right. a sucker for a tricep line. Uh huh. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> okay. I'm just yeah. But yeah, we see tats. We see his lip ring, his wet hair, his furrowed brows. Mm everything it's It's everything everything. (laughs) it's so good it is so iconic it's like we and we totally if you guys didn't notice skipped over jack harlow's entire part of this music video irrelevant we talked about about it it enough but this part of the music video if it like it saves it it's like the reason to still watch this music video totally like makes you want to watch this music video just to see jungkook here at the end yeah like damn god damn don't have time stamps but it's probably the last like what 45 seconds 40 seconds yeah yeah go watch that's probably the most replayed i mean i mean yeah they've seen it but it has to be the most replayed it has to be yeah 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 i i said like when i close my eyes i just want that on repeat in my mind Mm -hmm. like when i dream i just want to dream about that moment yeah (sighs) if only yeah yeah Anyways, let's talk a little bit about the live performance video and the dance practice video. So, oh, sorry, before we oh, do yeah. that, I just now realized like seven and 3D, they're both numbers. I wonder if his album, album will have like a number, number theme. <gasps> oh, I wonder. Also, I was thinking in both music videos, he got wet. Like, <laughs> 
he was <laughs> he was literally swimming, soaked in it and that in is seven. true that is true yeah. so a theme for him yeah yeah anyways yeah we'll see we shall see i'm really anticipating his album because first these first two songs are incredible they're, yeah they're pretty big hits yeah yeah so with the live performance video we love this because we love the live vocals that we got here. Really like, strong live vocals. Really. I, I mean, cannot get over how effortless it looked on his end. For real. Like the performance video, you hear his vocals so strongly and it's like he's not even thinking twice about it. Literally. I that mean, his it, vocal ability is just like at that level. Yeah. It's literally just second nature to him. He was focusing on like executing those dance moves and like looking fine mm-hmm. as hell. And that's all he had to think about because like the vocals were just phenomenal. Yep. He really never disappoints. Those high notes are just second nature to him and during all of that choreo that we saw in the live video super stable like yeah. i mean we're not surprised we saw him on sutrita like right. with the karaoke the karaoke <laughs> the hours of karaoke but yeah i mean it really just is incredible and like affirming to remember how talented he is like mm-hmm. and how talented bts are with their live vocals yeah. like they truly are really really talented singers and they musicians yeah. yeah yeah there's no denying that i also think that the performance video had a really cool premise like he's meeting up with someone at this hotel which at first i thought it was a mansion i thought it was just a straight Same. up mansion yeah and i thought that was really cool i don't know like the different rooms of a mansion like it just looked like a lot of fun but it's a hotel which is fine too yeah but just kind of a cool scene that like it's an empty hotel and it's just him and the backup dancers mm-hmm. and it seems like they're all they're just having a good time you yeah know? um the dancers were really really so awesome just brought lots of personality to the video and made it super fun mm-hmm. i felt like you know it was just such a diverse group of people together and seeing them all like meet up outside the hotel out on like that front lawn area right. it really look and some of them were up on the balcony too like mm-hmm. it looked like they genuinely had a fun time filming this performance yeah video. and I thought was great too is that we recognized some of those dancers in the dance company like either from the seven music video or just from previous BTS works that we've seen them dance on and yeah. collaborate with them so it seems like you know these are people that might typically work together anyways and have a really great synergy and they like really brought that into this performance they just really I think heightened Jungkook's performance and added to it so really really enjoyed that live performance video and the dance practice video was awesome too because you got to see them all prepare and get ready for that live performance Mm -hmm. video Jungkook looks phenomenal in that white like tank top black pants like also fucking sexy so yeah yeah I mean the the visuals are consistent mm. with Jungkook. That's true. We're still anticipating maybe another performance video or two from Jungkook for this song because on TikTok a few weeks ago there was a an army that posted a video of Jungkook performing what we now know as this song at Grand Central Station in New York. Yeah. And it was definitely him. And it was like the same outfit, except for instead of the white suit, it was a black suit. And I remember like seeing him like spread his arms out and like his whole chest, like you can see the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so I'm still waiting for that. I'm yeah, wondering that, where that yeah, is or what that is. Might be more, more yeah. to come. Yeah. We shall see. I've also kind of heard some other rumors of another song with a different collaboration potentially happening. So from Jungkook. 
Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I don't know. Maybe I made that up in no. my mind. But I do think, like, we should be getting an album, I would think, from him at some point. So it makes sense that there might be another big hit with another yeah. song. But, man, he uh, yeah, he's, has these huge, huge hits that mm-hmm. are, in my mind, it makes sense that out of the seven members of BTS, like Jungkook, for sure, aligns more strongly musicality-wise with Western pop. So, yeah, his his comeback is quite different from the rest of the members and their albums and kind of their messages, too, in their songs. Whereas Jungkook's music, and I'm not saying this in a negative way, but Jungkook's music, it just makes more sense that he has these more, like, generically pop kind of songs. Yeah, like, we're not putting depth into the lyrics here like they're easier to understand and we know that he's not the one writing these he's but not he writing them yeah. likes the songs a lot like he talked about a lot when he saw seven when he instantly heard seven he was like this is my song i need this song yeah but i can imagine i agree with you like he is his musicality style is that western pop style mm-hmm. and he's always enjoyed this music we know throughout his whole career like mm-hmm. that's who he's been listening to yeah. he used to talk about how much he loved justin bieber and like right. the purpose album so i just think Think that it makes sense that this is the music he's wanting to make now and I could imagine that he's like the most motivated member to break into that western audience yeah. even more as a solo artist and I think he can definitely do it like yeah. he's already been successful with it so I'm excited to see like the rest of the album and see like what kind of success it can have here in the states because Mm -hmm. i do think that like any casual listener who hears these songs on the radio should enjoy them absolutely i I really do feel that way so um i'm curious to see what else like to me i don't think there's a song catchier than seven (laughs) more radio play than seven right but yeah be very curious yeah i also feel too just like he clearly wants or at least the style of his songs has a rap verse in it and he has rap collaborations on these songs which I feel like you know pop music rap music American you know more western style music like I feel like lyrically and thematically you know we start getting into this terrain of more you know explicit suggestive explicit yeah Yeah, I mean even just regular pop songs are just typically not okay i'm gonna generalize but like rooted in love you know and like that can be like the poppy very cute but it's really easy for songs to dive into the more explicit side of that and the more Mm -hmm. suggestive side of that so i mean even your favorite pop artist like if you read the lyrics they still have those innuendos there so Mm -hmm. yeah so i just i just want to say that because i just feel like it is a little bit of a change up from what we know bts to be you know i feel like lyrically i think that's fair but i also think that bts have been saying dirty shit in their songs always I mean, they have. and we just didn't always catch it because it was in korean and sometimes when mm-hmm. you translate it that gets lost in translation a little bit but yeah. like even they're in, definitely not saying it in english no they haven't yeah but <laughs> it, it, it's still it's it's like yeah it's a little new but it's really not that new like it's no. always been there for them and i like agree. i think we should expect it too they're mature they're adults that's chapter two like they're right. all shirtless like why are we surprised that jungkook is talking about sex like we should just be happy and like thank you jungkook for giving us this visual but i understand if it's not everyone's cup of tea you know like especially if you just listen for the good vibes or like for the positivity of bts's music and Mm -hmm. this isn't this doesn't lean that way yeah yeah but it's kind of like the beauty of having all seven members here release their 
their music and yeah. just getting a taste of their style and you know what they what they like to sing and right. I don't know like to me 3d and seven really screamed john john gook to me this feels very his his style his alley I like agree. hearing the jt kind of sound from him i'm like wow it makes a lot of sense yeah i i think that's why like i never questioned the music that he's delivering us because it does just feel very him to me like yeah. it seems it makes sense just knowing like the type of music he likes mm-hmm. and like that he's kind of this emo edgier piercings tattoos like he's not afraid to push the limits and to mm-hmm. like go outside of that like you know what we might consider our comfort zone with that like he's like i'm ready let's but go i still love that we see like in the music video still his cute little quirkiness too though totally like you still see that a little bit in well these, he's especially always in still seven. cute bunny jungle yeah like, no like matter you, what like you still see that authenticity you yeah. know you see that that personality come through yeah and i think he's he's authentically him and he definitely has like an aesthetic yeah. that he loves and mm-hmm. that he wants to put out there too sure. but he can't help but to be himself too yeah yeah, yeah. we love the song we do we love jungkook mm-hmm. in it and we're really really happy with both of the singles he's put out so far and we're looking forward to what other music he might have for us before the military enlisting why why do you have to bring that up i tried to stop and then i was like where do i where am i going with this but i'm just thinking about how somebody said that if bts all enlist by the end of this year then they'll all be out by yeah. june 2025 so i'm like put your music out and go I know, please that's, i've been saying that it's like i don't want them to go but just go just go Rip we almost have Jin off. back now it's only a few more months you know, know like in my mind i'm like okay it's like two more months i know it's like right. eight more months but it's so it's so soon that we're gonna have Jin again and then we'll have hobie like oh my god hobie i know Jen, t- oh. Oh, I can't oh. wait. I can't wait. I can't wait either. Yeah. So right. anyways, we absolutely love this song by Jungkook. And thank you again, Jungkook, for this incredible music. And we are highly, highly anticipating your album whenever you have it. So, yes. yes, we do want to say a special thanks to our VIP Iconics, especially our supporters or our supporters on Patreon, especially our VIPs, Eileen, Michelle, Holly, Meg, Rachel, Robin and Deja. Thank you guys so, so much for yes, all of your support. Thank you. Um, and the rest of you Iconics that join us for the Iconic Hangouts. We love you guys so much and we hope to see you next month again. Last week's Iconic Hangout was super fun. Um, it's really you, wonderful. Yeah, just really. I got just, all my feels about I love, Yeah, I I just love catching up with these ladies too they're just the best yes um but if you guys enjoyed this episode please let us know we'd love to hear from you write a review on apple or spotify wherever you listen or you can always comment on our posts about it and get in the chat with other iconics and you guys can compare thoughts and feelings you can always find links for all of those things in the description thanks for listening and thanks for standing bts